had to mess with the dog he's so handsome why did you have to mess with the dog i love him so we opened the show already once and it didn't work there was a technical glitch so we had to actually reopen the show and the dog was laying next to you sleeping just fine such a good boy you had to fuck with him Mm -hmm. and now look at him he wants back up doesn't he (laughs) yeah i know and how are we going to do that now that we're live come on come on chubby buttsums season whatever episode whatever I'm fucking tired of this podcast. I am. Oh, I'm, like, I I'm tired of this this platform of a podcast that we're doing. I, I and and it's not because I'm like I, I love I love the fact we're doing a podcast. I like the fact that we're a husband and a wife and a dog doing a podcast. Um, but I'm getting tired of rehashing the same thing over and over and over again. You hear him? You hear him, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure. I, I'm, I don't know if any of the mics are picking him up, but he's... he's. It's just a little corner of paper. He's Rest fine. in peace, Charlie. Sorry about your um, paper addiction. He's not even eating Is that, well, hang He's on. just rolling it up no, and spitting it out. No, you can't. It's... He has an addiction. That's more important than the coronavirus right now. People have addictions, including our dog. Oh, wow. So fuck everybody that's, um, you know, in nursing homes and needs a vaccine. Um, we're all forgetting about people with opioid and paper addictions like the dog. I'm sure that was one of those episodes of My Strange Addiction. Somebody that ate paper. Remember that lady that ate the couch? Yeah, the foam she on the inside. She used to eat the inside of her couch. Yeah. I wonder how many couches she went through. I wonder Should we watch that shit? Yeah, I wonder how she's doing. doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to these days? Anything so, big? <laughs> I'm. Uh, yeah. As I said, I'm. I'm getting tired of doing this. I'm getting tired of talking about COVID. No, it's definitely enough. Yeah, we're we're done with the the pandemic, mm-hmm. and um, it's almost been a year since we shut shit down. It's uh, it's actually been a year to the day that Donald Trump told us that it'll just disappear like magic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We, there's no end in sight in this country when it comes to the vaccine, except for the little blink of good news that we got today. Yeah, 
which was the AstraZeneca vi- uh, vaccine that got um, approved, which is nice. But when the hell we're going to get it, who knows? They say that the 60s, anybody 60 and over should be vaccinated or has the opportunity to be vaccinated by Canada Day this year. Woo-hoo. It's great. If people would just smarten the fuck up, um, the flu isn't as transmissible. It's not as uh, deadly as COVID is. I get it. But at the same time, we can't equate the um, I'm a first world fucking crybaby who wants something to bitch about and say that my anti-vax views need to be taken into consideration. Look what Israel's doing right now. Israel has just announced that, um, you know, like the majority of their population is vaccinated now. And they've just told everybody that, um, hey, listen, if you don't have a vaccine, guess what? You don't get to go to a restaurant. You don't get to go to a concert. Yep. You don't get to do anything. You don't get... And it, 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 you don't pl- get to mingle with the general public. In plain language, it says you cannot reintegrate into society, which is hilarious. You're literally an outcast yeah. in Israel right now if you don't have an, uh, the vaccine. Yeah, go be a hermit. Because the grown-ups have said you need to have this to do this. Yeah. yeah like to, to just be normal. Yeah, like pardon the term, but the adults are adulting. So we've had um, the vaccine we'll over there. We've had we've had a, a, a we now have three vaccines in developed nations um, that have been approved since starting in December. We're now in fe- March. We're gonna say uh, it's what February, whatever. We got, yeah, we've got like a day. Yeah, so we're gonna say we're in March. So yep. December. Okay, let's do this together. January, February, March. So that's three months. You see, I'm holding up three. That's the German three. <laughs> There's three. I'm sorry. Three months. How many people have died from the vaccine? Well, none that I know of. No. Nobody. Worldwide. Woo-hoo. How many people have um, reported that the microchip from Microsoft has like leaked out of their ear? Zero. Grow the fuck up. I totally thought I heard mine beeping the other get, day. <laughs> get, the, uh, get the shot. Like a fucking adult. Stop pretending that you're so fucking... Stop pretending you're so fucking special. Well, unless unless you have a valid reason not to get it. Of course. There's... Well, there are people that can't get vaccines. And this is why everybody else needs The adjuvants in a vaccine, they can be allergens. Yeah, they can be dangerous to some people. Absolutely. And this is why, like, you know, talk to your doctor. Call your doctor. Make an educated decision. And if no, you and if you're not capable of doing that, if you're not grown up enough hand. to do that, have an adult do yeah, it for totally. you. Yeah, and that's no shame in that. There's, you know, there's lots of people in different situations and that have different, um, different like you know, different diagnoses and things. And it's like, <clears throat> you know what? I've been told in the past that this vaccine's not good for me. Maybe I should check on this one. Like, this stuff like that's fine. Just don't spread that around like some kind of weird skepticism, like. It's just you've if got, yeah, you've got to that, check on you and you know what? Everybody else needs to check on them and that's it. If that's just your, take care of your shit. Yeah. If that's your prerogative, counting on a certain percentage of the of the population to not get vaccinated for stupid reasons, and that's fine. But if that's the, if that's the case It's not fine, but shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. Just stop talking about it. Yeah. Stop telling people how you're not getting it. 
Because the adults don't care. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if you're not getting a vaccine. I I I do in the general sense, like you're you're literally robbing somebody of the chance to not catch a virus because of you. Like you're literally slowing the process down for everybody else. So yes, I do care at that in, in that. Yep. I do. But I also don't give a fuck about your beliefs because your beliefs are wrong. <laughs> your little your, believies. Your, your little believies are not based in science. They're not based in fact. They're based in your own fucking head and shit you've read on fucking social media or watched on a fucking YouTube video. Like, this is the world we live in now, and I don't understand how this got so out of control. Well, and this is the thing. It's it's that information's more accessible, but stupid information is more accessible. So it's... It's the problem is... It's, it's hard to filter things. Who gets to put things. that information out? Exactly. It's hard to filter what's real and what's not if you don't have... I, I don't even know, like, a, like an educated eye for things like that, right? And it's it's terrifying the things that people share and they think is a valid source for certain arguments yeah and you're just like you know that's that's not a credible source you want to have critical thought and i i get it we all should have critical thought about everything like anything that anything that and and i'll even here i'm gonna i'm gonna take my my normal person shoes off and i'm gonna put my q on shoes on for a second anything the government says to you you should take with a grain of salt until well, you verify it yourself. Yeah, well, and you're absolutely, and, and that's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. But when you are presented credible evidence from outside sources, multiple outside sources, countless, not multiple, mm-hmm. countless, yep. outside sources, you need to take that into consideration, and you need to actually alter your train of thought. That's what being a grown-up is that's yeah. what being an adult is like There's this is wrong sesame with street learning. fucking 101 shit stop pretending that just because you think the government is always bad ready let's work this let's work this out together let's all pretend the government is bad all the time all the time they're okay. they're absolutely you know when they say a broken clock is right twice a day yes okay so enter the experts that the government has has hired. Yep. Okay. And yes, they're towing a party line. We we saw what happened with our our own people. Like they actually got caught on a hot mic saying, "I'm just going to say whatever they tell me to say." And that's an actual uh, fucking doctor. Okay. Okay, but listen, hang on. So they might actually say something. So then you get like an independent doctor. Your doctor, your family doctor. Your family doctor is not paid by the government. Um, to advise on the coronavirus uh, right now. But they are still really smart. A lot smarter than me, a lot smarter than you. So you call your doctor and you say, hey, Doug Ford told me and Justin Trudeau told me I need to get the vaccine and I don't trust them because they're government and they're, um, Q- I'm QAnon. I have a big Q on my, on my shirt. I'm a big Q. I'm a big Q. Your doctor says, listen, I agree with you. The government's usually fucking horrible. But on this one, they're right. Okay. They're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. They actually got this one right. Yep. You have to get the vaccine. You have to wear the mask. You have to wash your hands. You have to stay away from people. So now, now what do you do? 
well, now is my doctor, my family doctor that I've trusted for years, is he in on the conspiracy now? Well, you know what? The one that's, that I'm literally here today, healthy. Yeah, because of. Because I've taken the advice, if anything's ever happened, that went awry mm-hmm. from my family doctor. Um, If you're really that mistrustful, you know, you could always get a second opinion, I guess. You could go and see another doctor. Call another family doctor. Yeah, like, why not, right? Talk to a friend. Do you trust your doctor? Okay, you know what? Give me his number. I just want... I don't even want to be a patient. I just want to talk to somebody. You anti-vax fucking idiots are so good on the Google. Why don't you Google an epidemiologist that's local to you and call him? Why don't you call a virologist? Yeah. Why don't you call somebody that's actually... An immunologist, actually, that'd be the one, the immunologist right now. Instead of going to YouTube, log into your Google, type in epidemiologist and the city that you live in. And the first one that comes up, I want you to phone them. And if you phone them, I want you to record it and I want you to send it to us. And we can play the, the, the especially if you're somebody that doesn't believe, that, that believes this is all a big, big hoax. I want you to record it and I want you to send it to us by email. And then I want to hear it and I'm going to slow it down in nice slow motion for people to hear how fucking re- fucking stupid you are. Sorry. I, Sorry, you got the eyebrows from me. You did. <laughs> but you're fu- your thinking is re- in the literal sense. Okay. In there. the old English usage of the in word. In the old English usage of the word. Re- your thought process has been written by QAnon and conspiracy theory um I, like i can't like fireworks it's like it's almost like it's like big dangly keys you've retarded your your thought process so hard that it's almost in reverse well yeah no kidding though if you're not, if you're not willing to learn then what are you you're ignorant and ignorance not a, like we 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 talk about this all the time ignorance not a slur no and people do they get so so offended when you throw the word out there but it's not what does it mean? It, it means that that you don't understand the topic in general. It's like, well, you're ignorant to that. Like you don't. It's you, not that you don't understand. You obviously it. it's, don't it's have your, a perspective on this. You're, you're refusing to. You're refusing to understand. Well, and this is just it. It's like there's nothing wrong with getting information, taking it in, and going, "Oh shit! Well, yeah, that's interesting." Okay, maybe that part of what I thought about that was wrong, and. You can, like you said, you can kind of, you know, curve the way that you you think about things. You're supposed to be able to do that when you get new information. And if you can't and you need to turn everything into a conspiracy, then there's probably something wrong with you. You should call your doctor for more than one reason than asking about a vaccine. Yeah, probably some medication. Yeah, for sure. You're obviously paranoid. That's, that's, That's like living in a van down by the river delusional. Yeah. No, and it's it's not. Nobody gives a shit enough about you to microchip you. You already have a phone. Everybody that needs to know where you are, and trust me, nobody gives a shit. You're not that important. What are you, moving kilos of cocaine? What are you doing? Bill Gates doesn't want to watch you walk to the store to buy a pack of darts and a bag of Doritos. Whoa. He really doesn't give a flying Whoa. shit about you. Whoa. Again, as you can see, we've spent 19, well... The intro was two, so seventeen minutes talking about this. And I'm delightful fucking, intro. I'm, by I'm the fucking way. tired. Of, yeah, that was Bill. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even talk about the intro. That was Bill Mackey. That was my boy Bill. I used to work with Bill. Yeah, he kind of nailed it there. Yeah, no, you know what? That guy. I'm telling you, if he ever, 
if I ever if I if I ever walked down and I saw a billboard and it was Bill Mackey, a billboard Mackey, <laughs> I would totally buy tickets to go see that boy play because that guy has some chops. Yeah, where was he when we got married? Probably working. Yeah, no. <laughs> he should have he should have been jamming here. But I'm tired of it. I'm tired. I'm tired of doing this. I'm tired of doing this um, again. Like, like, and it it was funny before when I used to say, "Oh, I'm not going to talk about this, and I don't want to talk about this," and we talk about it, and you know, it was kind of kitschy and and whatever. But it's actually getting tired and old now, to the point where I'm like, I I don't even like to like. I used to love. I used to love to in like interact with people on social media and just make them look like absolute idiots. <laughs> and slay them and then you'd have people like you i've always said maybe 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 read the room when yeah. you're when you're out there with your with your shit and when my my comments got 67 likes and yours has one angry react you might be wrong you know i'm not saying i'm i'm any sort of like foremost authority on anything i do and no but again but who do you get your information from but hang on this is and this is it i've said this from the beginning of this podcast i don't claim to know anything yes all i do is regurgitate professional information mm-hmm. yeah no you, the you info from believe the, in things yeah the info from the pros is all i will uh, and uh, somebody that's smarter than me uh yep this, listen to this person. Oh, you went to school for 15 years longer than I did? Carry on talking. Oh, good for you. Yeah, no you know? shit, though. Oh, like, she, he, and by the way, thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for doing the research for, and th- getting us here. Th- like, thanks for getting us to the point where I might not die. Yeah. You know, you might have saved a couple of lives. A couple, sorry about a couple the, yeah. Sorry about the assholves that are and trying to yeah. stunt it. That's just it, though. Like, it's malicious to the point of, like, it's so, you're so self-centered and you're so... It's like egotistic. I don't even know if it's egotistical. Well, it's not egotistic. It's it's um. What's what's the? It's narcissistic to yeah. think like like it's all that you're about above, me. It's all about yeah, me. That you're above that level of education. Yeah. That you like obviously. Reading, I don't. Hey hey honey, come here. I found found this information that all the top researchers missed. Yeah. Yeah. That, that meme. <laughs> yeah. That, that New Yorker. Cartoon. Yeah. It's perfect. Exactly. No. Hey, look at this. I found that I cracked the case. I'm so so done with it. I'm the genius with my simple laptop. (laughs) It's tiring. It's tiring for people that are listening. I'm sure. Like, yeah, we make fun of it. We make some Mm like we make some jokes and people get like laughs out of what we say about it. Mm -hmm. I get that. But I don't want to keep doing that. I don't want to rely on it. It's it's cheap comedy. We're funny people. We do really nice things. Why aren't we talking about food? We're both cooks. We both cook really well. You more than me. You bake. I I made some wicked biscuits last week. Oh my god. You have no idea. If you guys like like country home style biscuits. Which I didn't know I could make until Ryan really had a craving for biscuits. I and forced I just her to. Yeah. I was chained to the stove. Yeah, I actually I held her by we don't own a gun. What can I say? say right. I, had, I was holding a, a tax, rolling pin. A, a tax spaniel. I I had the rolling pin. Excuse yeah. you. Well, I, had I to was give busy, you the mofo. Rolling pin. I was threatening you with. It was a delightful time. It was fantastic. I went. I went full country and I baked some biscuits. Be sure to check us out on social media at the Sheeple Shepherd on Facebook and Instagram. We're available on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor FM. Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Thanks for tuning in. So one of my most favorite memories 
of when we first started dating, when we were sitting around a table and it was with a bunch of peers, but it was heavily cited on my age group and it was like a few older folks too. Yeah. Plus minus, well, more plus on the five years on my side. Definitely. I was, was, you were the youngest. Yes. I was the next youngest. And then it was kind of like a rocket ship up from there. So somehow, uh, the conversation went to, Oh, it was that song. The song was playing that bad country song. (laughs) I don't know. I think, I think I got a little too, recreation excited and use it as a conversation point and hey where were you where were you when and the world I actually, stopped turning you know turned from my um prestigious spot at did the you karaoke. actually put like a southern accent on though when you asked where were you when the world no, stopped turning because i was actually hosting karaoke that night so i was the one that had to like press play and then i completely turned around and was not invested because the song was so slow and depressing that i was like wow I'm going to turn and have a conversation with my friends instead Almost of as bad to as this. Kid Rock and Cheryl Crow. Almost. <laughs> and unfortunately, most people that come to the bar don't come with a singing partner when they request that song. So they expect the goddamn hostess <laughs> to carry the other half of it for them. And that Thanks would be you. for coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you sing this song with me? No, it's not my fault. You don't have fucking friends. <laughs> Sorry, your, your life is a sad yeah, no shell of shit, nothing. though. Who do you practice this with at home? What's your, what's your solid voice? They don't. I they know. sing both parts in the car or, no. or on the bus. So do I. Most people sing on the bus, I would imagine. I haven't taken the bus since the pandemic started. My mm. husband loves me, thank God. It would be a bus ride that they sing it on. Because <laughs> their mobile home has a flat tire. They can't drive that anymore. Their mom's mobile home has a, I'm just, like Jeff the drunk. I was picturing uh. I was picturing like Quagmire's mom. Did you did you feed the cat? <laughs> Mittens is hungry. Mittens is hungry. Shut up, mom. I brought a date home. <laughs> so anyway, the conversation was where were you when 9-11 happened? And everybody was like, Oh, I was at work and I, I was the same. I, I had up just my come, kids from this. Yeah, I had just come off of night shift and I was in bed actually. And my mom called me. Are you watching the news? And I said, why the fuck are you calling me? It's like 8.30, 9 o'clock at in the morning and I'm on nights. You know I'm on nights. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just got to bed. I just uh-huh. went to sleep. Like I literally just fell asleep. What is going on? She's like, turn on the TV. I'm like, what channel? She said, any channel. And I turned on the TV and obviously it was flooded with what was going on. And um, my brother, my brother and I were working together at the time in Ancaster. And uh, I, I called my brother and I said the same thing. I said, you got to turn the TV on. I'm like, holy shit. So this conversation around this table of people back then, it was all about where they were. And most people were either working or doing something very adulty. And it was funny how it worked. And it, it was just, it was so random but it was so perfect that it started at like the like I say like well, if you look I at a clock it. yeah but and it, but if you look at a clock it was like it started at noon at the table and then went around and Ashley was at the eleven o'clock position of that table which was great which meant she was the last one to answer and uh, what was your answer honey I was in my grade six English class <laughs> which at this table of everybody was just like. I was losing my mind at my job and blah, blah, blah. And there's Ashley, her grade six. Assigned to read holes. Yeah. What? Assigned to read the book Holes. Oh. I was grade six reading for sure. Oh. Stanley Yelnats. Yeah. 
<laughs> like what? The, that was the biggest. Turn. That like, was the what? biggest thing happening in my life. Sorry, you had a job. I had a book report due. So it it just it 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 really spotlighted the um the age difference, and uh, it was really it's funny. a healthy age gap. So we've we've kind of always laughed about the story on and off, you know, through our our relationship and our marriage, and then all of a sudden. Maybe a week and a half ago, we were watching something. We just got a new cable provider uh, where we are. We have like like a, like a really cool shit ton of on-demand bullshit. Ashley, uh, Ashley saw the... What's, the... what's the actual series called? The People versus O.J. Simpson. People versus O.J. Simpson. That's right. And uh, Ashley, uh, she's like, oh, I, I really want to watch it. And I've watched it. Like, I, I'd watched it when it you first... You watched it when it yeah, came when out. Yeah, when it first yeah. came out. And Ashley wasn't really that uh, interested in it just because it wasn't like a pop culture thing for her. Because, okay, so that was 9-11. Where were you in O.J.? <laughs> Was found oh. uh, not guilty of slashing his wife's throat open. Uh, I was friend. probably like playing in the sand station <laughs> in kindergarten. <laughs> Don't put water from the water table in the sand table. Yeah, we we know because OJ's Bronco will get stuck. Oh, in the in the in the sand. Is that all I needed to do? <laughs> That's all I had to do. Sand was, trap. Sand trap with some water. He would have been fine. Oh, OJ. Ashley had this solved before they even realized. OJ it. loves to golf. <laughs> he could have been in. He could have yep, been in that, in that sand that, trap yep, in absolutely. no time. They could have done it. Yep. One one water hazard next to the sand trap. He would have been toast. God, I'm mad at OJ. I see OJ. I, he's he, scared. He looks scared. <laughs> he looks scared. I'm, Shout out to a Howard Stern. I am actually Captain Jakes. Pissed. So it was it was fantastically done. And we were just talking about this in the last part of the recording that didn't record right. Yeah, so, um, it was this amazingly is, this is actually, this well done. Great, by the way. Um, I I I the, can't believe how how well cast it was when you look at the comparison. What was her Sarah Paulson as yeah. Marsha Clark was perfect. Killed it. Oh my god. Killed it. Like she literally got all the nuances and the mm-hmm. like. Like that's a, she's a kick-ass actor no, like i don't absolutely. care what anybody says i love um american horror story as it is and she was great in american horror story and what's the other thing that we saw her in? she was in something else recently i can't even remember oh, how it was anyway regardless irregardless you yeah she's uh, she's fantastic she's awesome and, and she did a wonderful job and so did everybody else that was in it resident uh scientologist um, Grease Lightning himself played um, Shapiro, um, Robert Shapiro. And what I have to say, um, he's the only one I didn't really get. I I think that he might have nailed like the the actual nuances. Now hang on, I know when you actually got it though, and it was at the end when we were watching the credits. And they were showing like the what are they doing now? Yeah. And you saw them side by side, and I saw, I did, I saw your you you kind of you kind of melted on that. You were like, oh yeah, okay, I can kind of see maybe it now. a little bit. Yeah. They got the eyebrows right, that's for sure. <laughs> it's it it's the most ridiculous I've ever seen him as an actor. Do oh, you think, can you think of anything else that he's done? Yeah. Uh, was it that? Oh, that one we watched where no, he was the because you wouldn't have watched the crazy it, honey. Guy. No. What was the you one where he was the crazy You didn't see Hairspray, because it's a musical. 
No, but I he's didn't a woman in that. A well, no, big okay, fat okay, woman. Okay, I mean, with but as, fabulous hair. I mean, as a as a as a person, like 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 as a man. It's real. He nails it. <laughs> I'm talking about what was that one that we watched him where he was the crazy fan? Remember? I don't know. That was terrible. Remember that? Yeah. Okay, so that one was ridiculous. But this one is the most ridiculous I've ever seen him in makeup. Like, I wonder how long it took him to oh, actually I know. get like. Made it looks up. like um, it looks like they like they botoxed his face frozen almost. Like he looks rigid. It's yeah. amazing. Well, I think that was the whole. And point. they they contoured the fuck out of him like he's got some amazing looking cheekbones in the film even though he's obviously like he's put on some weight not in a terrible way he just looks rather um barely yeah okay he looks, yeah, no, yeah he's got he's filled out in the chest and stuff well he's, he, yeah he's looking thicker he know? has he has as he's as he's aged and i don't think it's a bad up. thing i like a bear what um, as you may know i have a question i want to know why the guy that played jackie childs didn't play a lawyer in this because it was based on him because and i'm gonna say the only the only thing that probably stopped that was his age now it's egregious outrageous i won't stand for it and i won't stand for it who told you to put the bomb on <laughs> a bomb it's a powerful thing that's who it was that's who it was and he nailed it of. and it was it was it was perfect but no i think i think the the age is the only thing that you can possibly cite for that so in the in the um, sensationalism in in trial law in the United States, and with that, what do you think about what you saw? As and, and like you say, the actual people that were participants, both on the prosecution and defense, have all come out and said that this documentary or docu drama was very close to the truth. Yeah, and it was very close to reality. Yep. Um, what would you th- so so imagine like I saw it I saw the real Lance Ito as the judge yep. and I saw the real trial play out so I know it he was you fantastic didn't, too. you didn't see it and it's one of those I I hope like I wonder and we haven't looked but maybe we should maybe there we can look yeah you should watch the actual trial footage. yeah I was thinking about it and like because I'm not done yet because <laughs> I'm still Ashley's pissed. pissed at the juice Ashley's mad. So what did you the think juice, about what did you think about what happened? I think the juice should not be loose. Um, no, of course not. I I think it's a whole load of bullcrap. Did you just say bullcrap? Uh, it's a bunch on of the, trash on the air. I'm sorry. It was. I can't believe you're using that kind of fucking language. It was shite. It was <laughs> it was really really hard to stomach watching that and just just with all of the evidence. Like I I, I just wonder like something like that it wouldn't happen now. With all of that forensic evidence, like that's just ridiculous. Like any jury now would look at that and just be like, "Well, that's impossible to refute." Look at the numbers. Did you catch the um, the birth of DNA evidence? Yeah. In and, that, and he the they even explain it and they they break it down and like you know this is you know one in this many million people and one in this many billion people and it's like this <laughs> oh and it only matches maybe two people in the entire world and they would have to be related in order for it to match and oh the person happens to be sitting right here and uh no he's not guilty <laughs> he's not guilty not the guy that spread the blood everywhere and so no. as a, and and this is this is something that's nice that I can I can offer because I know and it was one of those again it was very defining like it's a I'm it makes me sick to my stomach now as an adult and like a like somebody that actually like is able to think critically about things. I'm going to, I'm going to direct you to actually look 
for videos of interviews with the jurors post trial and you're gonna you're gonna you think you're mad now just even how many of them like were dismissed um and and just and shouldn't have been there to begin with yeah and lied to be there like just because it was a it, like it's OJ. like a high profile case. Oh, you're and, fucking right. And then they and then they complained about being stuck there too long, which was kind of hilarious in hindsight. Yeah. Um, they were go, getting sick of the Chinese food. Go home. Um, they're getting sick of everything apparently. Um, if if I were the judge that that you know presided over that case, I would be so disappointed to give that verdict. Like I just don't even understand. I, I understand. Like I just I just feel like. How is it not possible for a judge to like override that in some way? Like, okay, no, we're doing this one again with different people who actually get it. Because, like, I'm sorry, well, a, judge, a judge has the right to to, to call a mistrial, and if, it should if, have been done. But, it was just, but he was the one that was to direct the jury the entire trial to have them make their decisions. Even his wife got dragged into it at one point. The judge. That was ridiculous. Makes no sense. Uh, well, it, d- it did. Well, uh, but I'm saying it makes no sense in a regular, like if this was just some Joe Blow off the street that that slices wife's neck open, there wouldn't be that sort of um, spotlight and magnifying mm-hmm. glass on the judge. We wouldn't even know the judge's name, really. Like think of think about the like the most high profile. Who was the judge in the Bernardo case? I don't know. Do we, do we want to talk about how old I was for that too, though? No, but do do we know the name? I don't know the name. No, I and don't I was, either. I was very cognizant of it. I know it, it because we don't run shit that way here in this country. Like we don't we don't sensationalize it the way they do in the states, right? So that's why Lance Edo's <sighs> wife became. Well, no, she she signed paperwork saying that she actually didn't have any connection to Mark Furman, who was the racist cop. Yeah. Meanwhile, she had actually, there was, it was on record that she had previously reprimanded the guy. So I I would imagine she signed the paperwork thinking that she didn't because she probably just didn't remember. No, that's not. What do you know? That's how, that's not how they made it sound. Even, even in the series. Breaking news. Um, (laughs) if you watch the series, it's not breaking news. Um, and I don't know again, you know how accurate it is. It's breaking to me. But uh, well, you watch the series. Yeah, I know. I don't remember this part. Yeah, um, they even they make a point of when you know he he brings her in and he's like, you know, I, I have a chance to take this case, and but like you know, there's a connection to this guy, and it doesn't even ring any bells, and and it's not even him. It's a list of like five people, and she looks down the list of the officers that were involved in the case, mm-hmm. and she's like. No, and gives her doodle and signs off. But there's like that moment of hesitation and you're like, oh shit. And it's total foreshadowing. Like, you know, it's going to come up later, right? Yeah. But was, and then later on when they bring it up, it's like dramatic. Pause. Oh, oh, well, she she said that she didn't know him. And apparently it was they had tapes of him actually talking about the judge's wife and using her name and saying like, you know, what a bitch she was and that she had written him up for this or that. And it was apparently quite the, uh, the altercation that the two of them had had at work leading everybody to believe that there wasn't a good chance that she would have forgotten it. And but I, it, I it made a, it look like she signed off on it because she wanted her husband to be able to be a part of this high profile case. <laughs> when Ashley watches TV, I'm going to let everybody in on this little 
tidbit of our inside baseball life. Um, when Ashley watches TV and she gets excited or she gets um, shocked or something, she lets out these little audible squeaks <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, Shit. noises. And, uh, beep, beep, beep. The, the most I've ever heard her squeak from TV <laughs> was when F. Lee Bailey actually brings up the N-word controversy with Mark Furman. And although it was a dramatization of the trial, I got uncomfortable hearing Nathan Lane using the N-word so many times. Uh-huh. Um, not even just the trial part, but the preamble, like when they're sitting in the bar and they're going over the strategy mm-hmm. to bring that up. Yeah, that's not... Yeah. Nathan Lane is like to me is like the most pure form of any person in the world. Like he's like my favorite um, side character of Modern Family. Keep touching that microphone cage, by the way. It's I great. Like it. it sounds amazing every time you touch it. It sounds like somebody is bashing the table. It's fine. What a nice lady. <laughs> but Nathan Lane is like like the epitome of of just a nice, genuine dude. Like a, just a nice jolly jolly that's the word i'll use he's a jolly character in everything he ever does like he's just such a like nice a happy guy. little puppy and to hear him use the n-word or a hobbit so so brashly and that's your name ashley brashly i'm gonna say that every time you touch that microphone cage i'm gonna call you brashly that's fair <laughs> um, i'll take it she she's she's violent she's so violent i'm just uncoordinated give me a break She's incoordinated. So Nathan Lane's a cute little hobbit who uses the N-word far too many times and, and in it, front of a lot of really nice black people. Yeah. And it's amazing that he does not get face stomped. But, but now this is what I need. I need like talking about like I hope you go th- through YouTube and find the the original things and watch because F. Lee Bailey, like he did like F. Lee Bailey, like it was a perfect casting. F. Lee Bailey was just a. And yes, he's a defense attorney. He's a bit of a scumbag because he defends, you know, murderers and rapists and whatever. But they deserve defense. I get it. From the justice system, not from justice, but from the system. They should be represented. I get it. And Bailey was that kind of guy. He um, he defended uh, Bundy. He yep. was on the Bundy trial, right? Yep. So like, like, we know, yes, they're pieces of shit. But um, they should get every uh, moment in court to not get a needle or whatever the fuck they're going to give them. I, I totally, I'm, I'm for that. Uh, yes, yes, give them that opportunity. But to hear that meek, mild, nice, like I could totally get it if it was anybody else. Like seriously, anybody else on that team. Yeah. To use, to use the term. But, he, but not Pepper Saltzman. But not Nathan Lane, the guy from Birdcage, he just is, shouting the N word. So cute. And then you're just like, oh, I know, I was, I was very squeaky. Oh. <laughs> it was so, it was so funny. Well, like and if I had pearls, I would have been clutching. Clutching, clut, like crushing, pearl crushing, not even clutching, crushing. Just gonna ask everybody to be quiet for a moment. We have on the phone with us as well Robert Higgins, who lives in the neighborhood and is on the ground and can see inside the van, Mr. Higgins. Uh, yes, uh, how are you? Uh, just about as tense as you are, sir. Oh, my lord, this is quite the tensest. What can you see? Oh, what I'm looking at right now is I'm looking at the van, and I see O.J. kind of slouching down, looking very, very upset. 
Now look at here, he looked very upset. I don't know what he gonna be doing. Can you can you can you see him doing anything specific? Is he merely sitting there? He is just uh, sitting around, you know, just uh, looking like he'd be very nervous. Can you hear anything, Mr. Higgins? It's just too much commotion. I be in the back of a news van, so I can't really hear that good, but I can see it all. And I see OJ. I see OJ, man, and he looks scared. And I would be scared because there's cops all deep in this. Thank you, Mr. Higgins. And Baba Booey to y'all. The driveway of OJ Simpson's home in Brentwood. Clearly an effort being made to have him come out of the vehicle. In the doorway of the house, his friend, Al Cowling. Peter, by the way, just for the record, this is Al Michaels. That was a totally farcical call. Uh, lest anybody think that that was somebody who was truly across the street. That was not. Uh, he, he said something in code at the end that's indicative of uh, the mentioning of the name of uh, a certain radio talk show host. Okay, thanks, Al. So he was not there. All right, we have them on every coast. Thank you very much. Not the first time nor the last time will have been had, but... I see OJ, man, and he looks... What do I mean by critical thought? Critical thought is not a, it's not just a buzzword and it's not a, like I say, sheeple shepherd in the, in the name of the podcast. It's funny. It's, it's all buzzwords. It's, it's actually like, it's hype. It's something that somebody called somebody a sheep. So I think I'm going to call somebody a sheep that doesn't believe the same way I believe. Yeah, you know what? You want to call me a sheep? That's fine. I'm glad you do. And this is something you can search. And if you'd like to go through my personal profile or my podcast profile on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, I've never inserted opinion into this pandemic. I've only ever regurgitated facts and data and science and peer-reviewed things. If I'm on a comment thread dealing with somebody that's caught up in the memeology or YouTube university crowd. I still don't put my opinion in. I might get a little indignant and it almost seems elitist. And I feel bad because I'm not educated enough to be an elitist. I'm really not. I just have an okay vocabulary. That's why I made a podcast. I know how to talk. I'll, I'll, there, there's the one thing I will brag about. I know how to talk and I know how to bullshit, but at the same time, I also know how to actually take apart an argument and I know how to see somebody else's argument and I can see where they're coming from and I can consider it without being an asshole and try to see where they're coming from and then offer them the data or the facts of why what they're saying is completely false. Now, a critical thinker or somebody that's not so deep in their own cognitive bias would be able to actually read that and say, maybe I will learn something here. I'll go look it up myself. That's fine. I'll go take a look. I'll go uh, check the sources that he's citing and they check out. I've literally gone back to arguments on social media and admitted to the person that I've vehemently argued against that, oh my God, you were right. Thank you. You've literally given me a gift of your time to show me something that I may not have known. There's nothing wrong with that. Like that, that should be applauded. 
And I don't know where this, where, I don't know where we fucked up here where now all of a sudden somebody that's actually trying to show you something in a non-condescending way becomes the villain or becomes the fake news or becomes something that's to be um, contested vehemently and angrily and negatively and don't ever take a thing that they say. It makes no sense. They're literally giving you knowledge. Somebody that might know something else or they might be sharing something with you from somebody that knows way more than the both of you. Consider it. Listen to it. Think about it critically. Be skeptical. But be skeptical within reason and take reason and take knowledge and take that gift that somebody gave you of a piece of information that you didn't know that you now know for free. It didn't cost you any money. These people that have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in universities learning, they've done it for you. And now they're giving it to you for free. Take it. Take it. Not everybody's out there on the payroll. Like there's literally hundreds of thousands of people working on this problem that we're dealing with right now as a global community. And we're, and we're, we're, we're throwing it in their faces by saying you're lying. You're not, I know better because I need to get my fucking haircut or I need to have a beer in a pub. No, you don't. You're doing this because you're frustrated. We're all frustrated. We're all mad. The thing I'm constantly saying is, is come heavy or don't come at all. If you don't have facts, data, or something that's actually credible behind you, just shut the fuck up. Be sure to check us out on social media at The Sheeple Shepherd on Facebook and Instagram. We're available on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor FM, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Thanks for tuning in.